He's got his very own judge's robe And a sometimes functioning frontal lobe He bangs his gavel out When he gets it right he's gonna be so proud handle here on a Monday. Of course, the big, big story is uh, tonight at six o'clock our time. Uh, Kim Jong-un meet uh, with the, uh, meets with the president and uh, that summit begins. Uh, of course, that's going to be carried live by the entire planet. Does that make sense? Also, uh, Law Day is coming this Saturday from nine to two o'clock at the Bowers Museum in Santa Ana. A hundred legal experts from handleonthelaw.com. Free legal advice in virtually every field of law. You can go to one lawyer. I don't care. A dozen if you want. And I'll be broadcasting Handle on the Law live from 9 to 11. Free seminars. Win prizes throughout the day. Uh, log on to KFIAM640.com. The keyword is Law Day, sponsored by the Bowers Museum. And during Law Day, get a $5 discount to visit all the exhibit at the Bowers in Santa Ana. Uh, this Saturday, 9 to 2 at the Bowers. Breaking news. Yes, ma'am. Dennis Rodman just arrived in Singapore. Oh! And he brought his tattoos with him? He brought his tattoos, his lip ring, red hat. I love it. Can you imagine someone in uh, North Korea looking like that, dressing like that? How long do you think they'd last? Okay, now it's time for Do They Have a Case with Wayne Resnick. Same rules apply. Wayne researches. I have not heard it before. It's either cases that are about to be heard, have been heard, decided uh, by appellate court or lower court, doesn't matter. And usually I have my gavel. Not today. Today I have my bongo drum. And uh, this and is... And if people want to see what it looks like, oh, yeah. uh, there is a video of you on Instagram now, at Bill Handel Show, if they right. want to see. So here's what's uh, going to happen. I have to put this thing around my neck. And uh, so, and I'm giving this, I bought this for uh, my daughters when they were little ones, and I'm giving this to Max, Neil Savedra's, uh son. So, Bongo! Instagram, at Bill Handel Show. All right, let's go for it. There was a car accident. And uh, one of the passengers in one of the cars got permanent brain damage. And according to a passenger in the other car, this is what was happening right before the crash. The driver of the car had their phone out. And on the screen, this passenger in the back seat could see that the screen said 80 miles an hour. And she said, hey, Crystal, that's the woman driving the car. Crystal, what are you? Is your phone tracking the speed of your car? And Crystal says, yeah. I'm on Snapchat. I want to get it up to 100 miles an hour and post it on Snapchat because Snapchat has a filter right. that shows you the speed. Well, the woman in the back seat said, hey, I'm pregnant. Can you slow down? This is scaring me. And Crystal said, hold this on, I'm almost the, this there. This is in the back of the car. Of the car of the woman who's using Snapchat. Right. And they're front or back? They're in the back. The, the, the passenger's in the back seat. No, but the car's uh, is... Uh, this is only one car. I mean, it, it's we're not, it's it not a rear be, ender, right? It's a, it ends up being a head-on collision with Got another it. car. Okay, fair but enough. But I'm saying this is what's going on confused. according to someone who was in the car. Right. Anyway, she's like, please stop, please stop. Crystal says, I'm almost about to do it. I'm about to post it. And the passenger sees right, right before 113 miles an hour on the screen. And right at that point, this other car comes out of an apartment complex and makes a turn and boom 
permanent brain damage for a guy in the other car. They sue, of course, the woman who was driving so fast. They also sue Snapchat, saying you are encouraging people to speed by having this filter. Uh, It goes to federal court. The judge doesn't seem to understand their argument. The judge there says, oh, they're protected by the Communications Decency Act. You're not liable for what other people post. So it goes up. So uh, the, the family of the guy, they're like, you don't even understand what we're saying here. They go to the federal appeals court. They make their argument that this filter is encouraging people to drive too fast. And we should be allowed to proceed with the lawsuit. Do they have a case? I say. Babalu. I say yes. I think that uh, they uh, I think it's a question of complicity and encouragement. There may be uh, not complete liability or probably go to comparative liability. And if it's in the state of California, in other states, it's a question of 51 percent or more. But I think uh, that a reasonable outcome to uh, assume that there is a that people would look at this uh, as uh, an encouragement to speed. I'm going to say yes, there is liability. And that's what the appeals court said. It did. Well, they said um they said you have the right to pursue right, your not, claim. Exactly. And then now it's question that it's, a fact, it's a factual issue. Yeah. Do you believe the gal in uh, the back seat is she suing for example for any injuries that she's had uh so therefore it would taint uh, the, her credibility saying, hey, of course you're going to make that up or you're going to exaggerate that. So there's a bunch of issues. But the basic premise, is there enough here to go forward with the case? In other words, uh, uh, a based on whatever the judge said, which is crazy, the Decency Act, and he, that's just BS. I wonder if that was, I assume that was brought up. Well, the appeals court basically said, here's you know, here's what the lower court said, and then they go, that's not why they're suing. Right. They're suing for a completely right. different reason. All right. Uh, we'll take a break, come back, and do some more as we finish the show. And there's more. Do they have a case? Jennifer Jones Lee. And this is uh, KFI Handle here. On a Monday, as I move my drum over here, uh, and here's what we're doing today. Uh, Of course, we're doing, do they have a case? But instead of my gavel, I have, wait, let me get this in the right position. There we go. I'm going to encourage everybody uh, who hasn't already to go look at the video we put up of you with your drum on Instagram, because I just, uh, at Bill Handel Show, because I just realized the the decorations on that drum match my shirt. Well, do they match or do they clash uh-huh. in a most alarming way Got with it. your shirt? All right, so that's our Instagram at Bill Handel Show. All right, uh, now back we go as we finish up. Uh, do they have a case with uh, Wayne throwing cases at me? Please do it, Bill Cosby. Oh, you know he's being sued uh, oh. by women for defamation for denying that he ever uh, sexually assaulted them. Now, when he got sued. He went to his insurance company, AIG, and he has a homeowner's policy, and then he has one of these umbrella liability policies. And he said, you got to defend me against these defamation 
uh, lawsuits because one of the injuries that I'm covered for is specifically defamation. And AIG said, uh, yeah, okay. And then not too long after that, they came back and said, you know what? No, because we have a clause that says we don't have to defend you for any claims arising out of sexual misconduct or allegations of sexual misconduct. Well, the Cosby people say, no, 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 no. He's being sued for defamation, not for sexual misconduct. Right. And AIG says, yeah, but if there wasn't any sexual misconduct or allegations, there wouldn't be any defamation. So we're not going to defend you. Right. Uh, It goes all the way up to the uh, First Circuit Court of Appeals where they add to the panel, just as an interesting side note, retired David H. Souter former associate justice of the Supreme Court sitting by designation. He actually wrote the opinion. Mm. So, bottom line, arising out of what's the level of connection between the allegations of sex misconduct and the allegations that you've defamed us by denying the sex misconduct? Well, first of all, simply denial, I think, is not defamation. Everybody denies. I mean, that is, everybody who's accused denies. And if that's... If denial was the bar, then everybody would be sued for defamation. Now, once you are sued for defamation, first of all, I think a summary judgment would fly, but let's say it doesn't. Uh, Then the insurance company saying arising out of covers an awful lot. Uh, And I'm going to argue that uh, the arising, which, by the way, is not a sexual reference. Okay, I want to make that really clear. Uh, rising out of uh, that particular set of circumstances, I'm going to say uh, the insurance company has it. Well, that's what I would say. But you never know. Well, what if I what, would you would you agree? It's uh, maybe a little ambiguous. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But so then what happens? Oh, if it's ambiguous and the ambigu- ambiguity loses, and it has to be very specific. But the arising out of I think is enough. Uh, that's my my take on it, but. You, know, you have more clarity than they did. They said, wow, it's really ambiguous to figure out whether there's enough of a connection with these words. And therefore, the person who wrote the contract loses. Well, and that's, that's the insurance And that's, company. A, that's another rule, of course, that uh, when interpreting, it's, it's really a, a little bit complicated. Well, it's not complicated. It's just a rule of law. One of the rules of law is that whenever there's a dispute between uh, any two people or any two parties in reference to a contract dispute, then all things being equal, it's held against the writer of the contract. But I still think the arising part meets the bar. But so be it. Well, you wouldn't have found it as ambiguous as they no. did. But and so that's why different judges. That's right. So therefore, I'm yeah. saying no case. All right. All right. Let's move on really quickly. All right. Uh, okay. Here in California, a group of people got together as a class action and sued the Mars company that makes right. a nice chocolate, uh, saying that they had to put a label on their chocolate warning consumers that cocoa beans from the Ivory Coast are produced with child slave labor. They had, I mean, they had a duty to do that? This is what the lawsuit says, yes, yeah, that but, under California's but, consumer protection laws, oh, I see. Mars must Got inform it. a Got consumer. Yeah. What, by the way, Mars doesn't get all of their cocoa beans from 
the Ivory Coast. So Which, at any on a, they, at any they, given candy bar, right. you can't be sure. But, but they do. Get, but they get all of their good tasting chocolate from kids from fourteen year olds or 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 less that uh, go ahead and harvest the beans. Yes. So so the plaintiffs are saying uh, the consumers have a right under the consumer protection laws to know this. And Mar says no, no, they don't. Those laws we have to disclose things that are a safety issue or affect the functioning of the product yep. itself not some moral issue yeah, behind how it's issue. produced exactly. or political issue well this uh, goes up to ninth circuit court of appeals well, who has to decide whether right. they have to or not okay first of all uh to me it's cl- it's crystal clear uh and there is no duty to inform that kids or not kids or old people or people in wheelchairs are picking the uh, the chocolate, so I think it is not an issue of safety uh, and uh, or aller- allergies. Uh, this contains nuts, or this contains chocolate. This chocolate bar contains chocolate. Uh, so I'm saying absolutely, there is no question in my case that Mars is off the hook. However, it's a Ninth Circuit, so I'm going to say no. Mars Company. Babalu. What the hell did I just walk in on? I know. You What's just walked into on? a very a weird prayer circle? Anyway, Mars wins. Yes, they do. Okay. Correct. Babaluba. What was that? Babalu. Babalu. Yeah, Babalu. The reference. Uh, aha. See, that's why I said we have an Instagram, and that's why I said look up the reference. The okay. Lu- the Got Lu- it. The Lucy Show. Desi Arnaz. Okay. He was. Uh, well, he, now they don't have to look up. Yeah. The well, he, uh, he in the sh- in the show he had an orchestra, the Desi Arnaz. Well, actually, the R- Ricky Ricardo Orchestra. He played the bongo drums, and his song was Baba.